Hello and welcome to the Duster Today podcast. My name is Presley Hammond. I'm joined by Blair Bowen and Brendan Riker. We are also joined by a very special guest. She's a Lubbock native, the daughter of the head coach of the LCU men's basketball team, and a grad student playing for LCU for the LCU Lady Shops basketball team. We are glad to be joined today by Ashton Duncan. Ashton, how are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks mm-hmm. for having me. So you are listed as a graduate student on the LCU roster. Uh, can you explain how COVID-19 affected the rules for college athletics and share a little bit of your experience with that? Yeah, so last year, my senior year, um, it was right off of the pandemic. And so we got back and we knew we were going to have a lot of like testing and all of that stuff. We tested about three times a week and um, teams would just cancel games because they had so many positives or honestly, some teams just use that to their advantage. So they didn't have to play, which, um, really was unfortunate because we got a lot of games canceled. So that's one of the reasons that the NCAA gave every last year was kind of a wash. I mean, it wasn't because obviously we still did a lot with last year, but they decided to give people another opportunity to kind of replay last year. So, yeah, it was an unexpected blessing from COVID for sure. Awesome. Thank you. And for your senior year, LCU won its third NCAA Division II national title. Uh, do, you, do you still get a lot of buzz from people around the campus and from the community after winning last year's national championship? <laughs> I guess sometimes. Uh it's definitely those are the best moments in sports and we have such a supportive supportive community here at LCU and I I always yeah the students are always just like you're all gonna do it again it's like well <laughs> that's the plan but um I wouldn't say there's pressure for that there's we just want to play every game to the best of our ability which sometimes we're still trying to find our stride but um yeah it's Definitely fun to have people who are rooting for you and um, believe in you. And, and you kind of just answered this, but is it hard to block out all the noise, the the hype, and the excitement in order to stay focused on what lies ahead? Sometimes. Um, we, our Coach Gomez always tells us, he's like, you're going to get everyone's best. You're going to get... Um, you guys are going to bring in the crowds um, because people know who we are and people are excited to play us, which is a great, like, I love the challenge. Sometimes it is hard, though, and we just hear a bunch of people. They just always want to beat us. So I love the um, platform that it comes with, but sometimes it's a challenge. All in all, it's not too bad, but, you know. Yeah, and you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but after being on top of the world last season (laughs) and already being halfway through conference, what was the team's goal entering the season, and do you think y'all are on track to achieve that goal? I mean, obviously every year we hope to be the last team standing at the end, but that's we do these goal sheets and we talk about like little, little goals within the season, that lead up to big goals. And once again, Coach Gomez talks about doing the little things every day. So he just says, go 1-0 today. So I think that's something that we always try to, I don't know, keep in our minds. As far as being on track, I mean, 
people might look at our record and say, oh, they've lost four times. And after our first loss this season, Coach Gomez told us, he was like, you know, to never lose, especially just in the spot y'all are, and the Lone Star is a really tough conference, and he just told us, that's kind of like a fairy tale. He's like, it was cool that we were able to do it last year, but this is a new year. This is a new team with its own dynamics and challenges. So I think that, I don't know, a year of no losses didn't hurt us, but it definitely, it puts things in perspective now because that's really not, no teams do that a lot. I know our guys are doing great right now. Good for them. But <laughs> I think we're on track because, I mean, one year we lost five games in 2019 and we were st- still able to win it all. So I don't know. It just depends on how you look at it, I guess. All right. So far this season, like you said, LCU is 16-4. and four, and uh, But the one positive note on the season is y'all have done a very good job of keeping that NCAA Division two record of 98 home wins alive. Uh, in your techni- technically five seasons here at LCU, what has it been like to be a part of the best home environment in the division? It's awesome. We love playing at home and Coach Gomez, once again, sometimes he's like the one to keep us grounded, but he does a great job of that. He always tells us, you know, there's nothing different about playing at home. They're, the goals are the same height, the court's the same, but... I think there's just kind of this expectation and a a healthy pressure of just we want to perform well at home for our fans, for our families, um, the students. And we've kind of joked about we're like, I don't want to be a part of the group that that loses at home. You know, there's just it's been so long. But that's really not a huge concern for us. We just know that when we go out and play each game our best, we have a good chance of winning. So that kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off of that. But it's definitely cool a cool statistic, but we try not to look at it too much. And I know you've mentioned a lot about what you have learned in your team, but can you add a little more, go in more depth on what you've learned? Yeah, I, you know, no one likes to lose, and I hate it. It makes me just mad, frustrated, embarrassed, Um But one thing that I've learned and that I've been taught by my parents, um, my dad's a coach and my mom's a counselor. So, you know, I I grew up with a lot of life lessons and teachable (laughs) moments. Um, Sometimes I didn't always appreciate them. But looking back now, I know that, you know, all that good stuff. But I think things that I learn are that you have to really focus on how you feel after after a loss and how... You just have to do a lot of reflecting. And for me, that sometimes involves getting mad at myself. But then I have to put it in perspective of, you know, it's just a game. People aren't going to remember like all the all of that in just a few years, even a few days, honestly. So um, losing comes with a lot of opportunities and room for growth. And you just kind of have to take it, take a look at that and take it for what it is and then. It's all about how you respond to it. So I think sometimes we respond well, sometimes we don't, but it's just about, it's really an art. You have to learn how to lose, but, you know, not everyone always likes that. (laughs) So last Saturday you had one of your single best performances of your career against St. Mary's at home. 
tying a record you had originally tied back in 2020 against St. Mary's, hitting eight three-pointers in a game. How were you able to pull off such a performance, and what was your mindset during that game? I guess I just like playing St. Mary's. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, honestly, my teammates, they always do such a great job of finding me on the court wherever I am, and they have confidence in me to knock down a shot, which, I mean, I have that in myself too. So I was telling, I don't know, someone from the AJ that he was asking me, like, did you just feel on or something? And I was like, honestly, I was shooting in warm-up, and I was like, oh, this, I'm not shooting very good. <laughs> so I was kind of surprised when I started, not surprised, you know, when they started going in. Um, yeah, I just have to tell myself, you know, you're one of the best shooters on the court one of the players with the most experience, and then just use that in a calm, confident sort of way. And when it's all said and done, when the season ends, what will be the one thing you will look back on during your career and be truly proud of? Oh, my. That's a good <laughs> it's question. A big question. It is. Um, honestly, each one of my seasons here, they've all brought their own, like, awesome moments and learning moments and they are all special to me um I don't that really is a (laughs) tough question um I think just I know on our warm-ups our warm-up shirts it says glory to God and that really is like the biggest thing the biggest reason why we play or why I do anything so I just hope that in my time here that people can see that I love the Lord and that I truly do want to give glory to him and the abilities that he's given me and the opportunities, the platform. Um, so yeah, that might sound cliche, but that really is like the, the one thing that I would be most proud of getting out of this whole experience. Cool. So going off of that, if you could pick a favorite memory from your time here at LCU, what would it be? There are so many. Um, That's also a hard question. And, you know, you have those memories that it's like if you tell the story and everyone sits around looking at you and they're like, oh, Mm -hmm. that sounds like you had to be there. Yes, you had to be there for sure. So I have a lot of those. Um, mm, That really is so hard. (laughs) I don't know. There's great on the court moments, like just great games with great atmospheres and then you come out with a win and that's like, oh, that was, that was awesome. Or then there's the moments in the hotel room where, you know, I'll keep it PG, but you know (laughs) what I mean? Um, so I don't know. I think the, the natty in 2019, that was just such a cool, we were definitely the underdogs in most of those games. So the experience, it was loud in there and Oh, that was just, that was so cool. And even the one last year, just great experiences. I loved all of that. Cool. So another fun fact, I guess, about you that we mentioned earlier was that your dad is the men's coach. So tell us a little bit about, I guess, I wouldn't say the dynamic between you two, but how that affects your relationship, what it's like him coaching here, you being here playing as well. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I didn't, I didn't really plan to come to LCU and I didn't really plan to play basketball either, which I don't know. It's funny. People are like, your dad's a coach. Didn't your parents make you? I'm like, well, (laughs) honestly, no, they just, they wanted me to 
live my own life, didn't put any pressure on me in that way. And it just so happened that my dad is the coach where I decided to play. So I love that. I get to see him almost every day, which I know when people go off to college, and I'm obviously in the same town, but they don't get to see their parents all the time. And um, my dad really does a great job of, I don't know, there's like a healthy boundary of he's not my coach, he's my dad, but I can also still go to him for advice of, I don't know, like, hey, my shot feels off or what's something else I could have done in this instance in the game. And he really is supportive. And then he gives me the tough love when I need it. And he's, I'm a daddy's girl. So I just <laughs> love being around him all the time. I love my mom too, but I love seeing him all the time. And he comes and rebounds for me in the gym. And it's, it's really sweet. In addition to, being at the same school that your dad coaches cross town, your brother plays for Texas tech. So what is that like there? Do you get like free tickets to the games or <laughs> what, what's the dynamic there? Yeah, I do. Actually, he, he puts us on his little pass list. He's actually, unfortunately injured this season. He tore his labrum. So he had to have surgery. So he's on a medical red shirt and he was, really bummed about that. So was I, I was like, oh, I don't want you to play, but <laughs> I think it's a, going to be a blessing in disguise. Cause he's the only true freshman on the team. One of the smallest guys on there, but he's the best shooter in my opinion. I'm a little biased. <laughs> and that's okay. You can be biased because yeah. it's, it's your own brother. So right. that, that's good right there. It's yes. Not, you have to be. Yeah. <laughs> so I think once he gets this year under his belt, just kind of learning and seeing how things are done, he'll be better for it. And I look up to him a lot. He is always encouraging me, like, just about basketball, life, spiritually. So he's he's a good one for sure. And this season is about to end, and this year. So what are your plans after graduation and when you finish? Oh, you know, the dreaded question. Yes. Um, I plan to, as of right now, finish my master's here at LCU. The program's online, so I don't know if I'll be living here or somewhere else. Um, I need to get a job, go into the real world, you know, Scary. all of that stuff. I know I'm like been in this little basketball bubble for however long. So yeah, I plan to do that. And I want to, my master's is in clinical mental health counseling. So I would love to do something obviously counseling therapy, but um, something more of like a holistic approach of, I don't know, viewing the client or whoever you're doing therapy with as in a holistic way so I can still incorporate like nutrition, wellness. Um, I don't know, for college females, like body image, stuff like that is something I'm really passionate about. Um so I don't know what that looks like yet or where I will be, what I will be doing. I just know that that's something that the Lord has put on my heart for the future, for wherever I, I don't know. I'm really just like, Lord, I need you to open some doors. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's always in his timing, not in ours. But that's sort of my plans for when I'm done. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. It was a pleasure having you, and good luck uh, the rest of your season. Have a good year, and thank you. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm.